This podcast contains frank discussions about sex, kink, and BDSM. If you're a consenting adult who wants to learn more about these topics, then stay tuned. You're listening to Chief from kinkyevents.co.uk, helping you create the dom-sub dynamic you've always fantasised about. Hello everyone, it is Chief and Wano back again with another episode of Conversations with the Dom. Hello. It's the 1st of January 2023. How exciting and yeah. also scary. It, the last three years have flown by. Mm. Flown by. I don't know what's happened. And I don't think we did much kinky stuff in 2022. No, at the beginning of the year we did more. Mm. We were busy working, you were mostly working on the sub course. Yes, which we'll chat about in that. a bit. Yeah. But the last half... Not really, no. I thought we went to some Fox Den party. Did we? Was that I, this year or last year? I don't think year? it was this year. I think it was last year. Was that year? last year? Oh, that's yeah. shocking. Yeah. That is shocking. Yeah, so... We went on holiday and we had some time, fun time there. And then after that, things kind of just kind of dropped off. Yeah. But we didn't We didn't do any parties. I, don't, I thought we did. I thought, I thought we'd done the you Fox Den, what? but let's say we didn't do any. We're just not party people. We're not. <laughs> I, I went to a. Did I go to that the Foxden Singles event this you year? You did, but was that this year or was that last year? I can't. I think it was oh, this God. year. Oh, God. I don't know. Well, anyway, we've done very little <laughs> in terms of parties. Obviously, Belle was around for a bit. Yeah. So that's probably the kinkiest thing that, we were doing. Yeah, that was. Oh, and we. I had a fun little spanking session a bit ago. Yes. But that was, that, it's been a while now. Yes. Another member of the Kinky Events community, which you can find at kinkyevents.co.uk. It's kind of going to have a Discord server with about 350 of our members on there. Yeah. Got in touch and said they wanted to experience spanking. And so we did a little spanking session with them. It which was, was really fun. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. I think they enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Mm. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, sort of went into subspace yeah for the first time yeah really. right at the end at then. the end an extra hard spank at the end yeah i got was, carried away and then we had some nice cuddle aftercare it was lovely mm-hmm. it was really nice yeah that was a few months ago now but that was probably that's probably it that was and in terms of what we've been doing we've been doing very little yeah i mean yeah. we've both been working pretty hard i've been working on the sub course or the art of submission as it's formerly known and you've been doing other stuff so i've been recovering from a very big depressive episode Mm. and but then i also got a new job which has been great and i'm just starting to get my feet what's it called (laughs) get my back in the table under under the water in the water under the table (laughs) (laughs) anyway i'm 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 getting there so it's it's good i think this year will be will be better Mm. Yeah, I think, and as as well for me, I think I let my fitness slip and, and again, caught, got caught up in work stuff. And I think those two combinations, my sex drive just went in the la- la- second half of this year. So it's really important just for, I guess, not anything to do with DS, just in general, that I think generally eating well, having a good fit makes me feel better about myself and boosts my testosterone and makes me want sex but yeah the last few months i've really i've really not it's just been so many things on my mind so um, same i've had a couple moments where i I felt horny but otherwise it's been really low yeah sex drive i thought it was i thought it might be because my age because i turned 40 this year and because in my early 30s like between 30 i'd say i was horniest maybe between 
th- I want to say 1335. It was just, it was just mental. It was too much. It was too much. <laughs> and, but now yet yeah, this, these last few months is just gone. And I was really worried it was because of age, but I don't think it is. I think it is just the lack of going to the gym, lack of testosterone. It's been cold. It's been dark. It's, I've been working. You've been stressed. I've you've been, been stressed. really stressed. Yes. Yeah, so everything, everything has kind of stopped. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> enough about us. Well, we're kind of going to talk about a bit about us, but also I'm going to answer some questions which have been submitted on the Kinky Events community community server, as I said. And yeah, we'll, we'll touch on the questions, how it relates to us. But one of them was, how do you keep things fresh, hot in a dynamic? And we, we kind of covered this on the last episode of the podcast. But yeah, like I said, it it, it is you do go through a slump and we've been through this slump because of external factors which have affected us mentally and physically and therefore we hadn't really done anything. Yeah. But that's okay. It's yeah. okay as well. Like obviously I don't, I, I want to get back to the gym and I want my sex drive back but don't beat yourself up because thinking, oh, you can't, oh, I'm not a dom anymore because I haven't done anything for the last few months. Like I don't think like that and it's more just these things come and go in waves. And- that's the thing. There's an ebb and flow to everything and it's really important to focus on self-care and sometimes you do need to actually just step back from everything, focus on getting yourself back to feeling good before you can start, I don't know, extracurricular mm. activities. Yeah. So I'm hoping, as everyone does in January, everyone starts eating well and gets back to the gym and it lasts like 13 days, 12 days. But hopefully... 12 weeks. <laughs> 12, yeah, it's meant to last... Well, it's meant to last 12 months, but there we go. So we'll, we'll see. But I think... I will do another episode and report back, but hopefully that will boost our sex drives. Is there anything we want to do this year? I want to do a scene. <laughs> That's a... like a proper, a proper. Well, no, like, like, like I want to do like a... uh, this is how little Hamlet we've done. Or Shakespeare. <laughs> no. <laughs> like. No, BDSM a BDSM scene, a, a proper, proper, a proper a scene. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my goal. Make a scene. I want to. I don't want to make a scene. <laughs> I want to do a scene. Yeah. I want to participate in a scene. That would be nice. It would re- be really nice to get away and do that somewhere that's perhaps not the bed. That would be fun. That is fun. Yeah, you know. I keep a, looking a at these. I keep something. looking at these hedonism resorts. Mm. I don't know. Have you have you seen them? I've seen a couple. Of yeah, them. yeah, there's a. It, it's head. It's called hedonism too. I think it's in Jamaica, and it's a. It's kind of a nudist resort, but they kind of permit anything goes in a way. But it also, I can't tell if it would be great or really bad. Yeah. I'm I'm verging on the the really side of bad. bad. <laughs> but but if anyone is listening for the PR for hedonism too, and they wanna they wanna prove us wrong and get us out there. Then we were more I'm skeptical. I'm really skeptical. Well, I, I heard they do a week, which is for younger people. I, I suspect it's more older people from mm. the reviews I've read, but I think there is a week where it is younger people. Remember when we went to that like naturist spa in London? I think we can name it. Or no, we won't name it. Well, it's the only one. No, we won't, so name, we won't name it. Do yeah. a quick Google. Depends search. what you're gonna say about it. But. Well, no, but we were hopeful and it was just a little bit disappointing. Yeah, I'd say it, uh, yeah, it, it was, was a sleazy. weird. It, it felt was, like the nineties. Yeah, it was a weird. It was a weird atmosphere. Not and everyone was just staring at me. I felt like I had like twenty eyes on me. Yeah. From like, there's nothing wrong with older men, but like when you have twenty of them, I didn't at feel you. like there were that many old people. I thought it was. No, well. I don't know. There, there. It was. It was mixed. It was a mixed age yeah, range, yeah, yeah. but 
it veered towards mm, older than 50. Yeah, okay. I, I, that's weird. I have the, again, it was a long time ago. I have the opposite memories of it being younger people, but certainly a lot of sort of men walking around, even though it was meant to be a couple's time that we went. Definitely a totally different experience to the play parties. Mm, yeah. To. I yeah. would say it was more, there's more likely. Yeah, it, it just felt different. It wasn't what I, I didn't feel, I didn't feel uncomfortable. I just, it just wasn't conducive mm. to, it wasn't a turn It wasn't sexy. Yeah, no, some people so. get really turned on by that sort of like sleazy 90s porn vibe, which is a vibe, but it's just not my vibe. Yeah, but I've, I've had other people who've said they really enjoyed it, so I think it depends on, on what you're into. I'm sure it depends on the night that you go, on the people that yeah. are there, like most play parties. Yeah, it's a shame because we've, we've gone to this spa in Amsterdam, we've been a few times, it's so good. Again, I don't want to name it, but there is one big spa on the outskirts of Amsterdam that is... Na- nude it's you you basically naked you can wear robes but when you go in the spas and the saunas and stuff it's naked obligatory between there's like they do a few clothes days but then the rest is naked but it's that but it's not sleazy at all it's no, like a proper so spa nice. and it's it's not kink it's or anything beautiful. like that it's really nice it's huge indoor outdoor space really really nice but it's not it's not sexual at all and they don't encourage it at all and no. get kicked out and it's just a shame there's nothing but what's nice is that it it made me feel so comfortable about my body being there like it was it just felt totally normal to be walking around and you saw all body shapes and everyone was just minding their own business or whatever but it made i think what's nice is that it kind of lowered inhibitions for me Mm, like it made mm. me feel more comfortable in my own skin and then that in turn then affected my time with you and made me feel better about being sexy or whatever and that's where we did anal for the first time is it yeah yeah because we had been prepping me Mm, for my yeah yeah, we were doing anal training and then that was where we popped my anal cherry (laughs) anyway so i have really fond memories of that spot in amsterdam i'll have to do it go back and do a reenactment part two reenactment yeah it's really nice and it's interesting what you say yeah so if you've got because obviously, if you have hang-ups about your body, it does affect sex, and and because you you know in your in your head worrying about it, and again, that's one of the reasons I I'm not feeling as confident right now, or my stamina's gone because of lack of fitness. <laughs> so those two things are killing my sex drive. But yeah, if you do have body issues, then you know doing something like going to a, a naked spa is it might be a step outside your comfort zone, but you it's surprising how. Within about 10 minutes, you forget, mm-hmm. and then it's just totally... So, yeah, I mean, one of the things I, I kept saying, I, I've been trying to take a group for about three years, but no one seems to want to come, or the dates don't work. It's hard enough organizing stuff with, with friends, let alone kink people as well, to try and get everyone to fly out to Amsterdam for a weekend. But there we go. It's still a dream. Yeah. It's still a dream, and maybe it'll happen one year. It um, could happen this year. It this could happen this year. year. It could be, yeah. 2023. 2023. Yes. All right. But is is a DS dynamic all about sex? You know. No. No. That's. I feel like we it may be implied from this conversation that like because our sex drives are low, like we're not doing anything. But like that for me isn't the whole. That isn't the whole purpose of DS. Mm. It's just one aspect of it. Yes, yes. And uh, I think we've covered it before. DS can take many different forms and it can just be in sex, but it can be just outside the bedroom and no sex at all. For us, it's for us, it's both. 
and we've been doing not much of either, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you can absolutely have have a DS dynamic going on outside of sex. Was it? What was the? Was there anything else you wanted to cover on that point? No, but like I, I find you dominant most of the time. Anyways, you know, like I feel like it, it comes out just in what you're doing. Mm. So I do need to remind myself to just go with the dynamic as it exists. I think part of my issue the past few months while I've been trying to get myself back on my feet is that it makes me feel a little bit defensive and argumentative just because I need to like prove that I'm doing okay or that mm, like I'm interesting that I'm that I can fend for myself or something and so then I think that that kind of it pushes out so that you can sense that maybe and I think that that might cause a little bit of a strain maybe but also okay. if, you know if you're if I don't I want to dom someone who's not stressed you know and I don't want to be stressed when I'm doing it so yeah I think all these factors play into it but I can yeah I see what you mean if you're if you want to be kind of proving that you're getting shit done in the world and then someone tries to dom you you're going to be like it, it's almost like if you're more secure you're more able to get into your you're role you're more able to get into that headspace yeah. yeah but if you're un insecure then you might be constantly being trying to fight against it yeah because i don't want you to see me as being like weak or something you know like that would make me feel bad like i like i'm not yeah. capable or something i don't want to you to have this like obligation that i'm your dependent for everything for mm. all of my needs so like when i'm feeling in a, in a low headspace that does make me feel like i have to like be able to do things on my own just so that like it the dynamic is already imbalanced because we are in a DS dynamic, you know? So I don't want to like totally swing it so that you're the 100% responsible party. For the, for me, that doesn't feel fair. So I do fair try- Fair for me. Yeah, fair yeah. for you. Interesting. I, I, I don't want to push all of the responsibility of all of my mental shit on top of everything that you're going through, especially when I know that you're stressed. Mm -hmm. So like I, I have been trying to like really- be mindful about your space and about respecting your your own you know mindset or whatever the past few months yeah it's interesting because it's almost like in some ways i would benefit from the, the other the opposite like if you know i'm stressed then being able to dominate and take out some of that energy mm. in that way it might yeah, I mean, I remember I did it once where I purposefully antagonized you, and that was quite nice. Yes. <laughs> so I'm happy to <laughs> to try doing that again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. There's a lot. Uh, again, we we've always said this. I think people people get into DS and they think it's just oh, I'm just gonna I get to dominate them whenever I want, and they'll do whatever I say, and I tell them what to do. But there's so much mental stuff that's going on at the same time so any new dom or sub should be aware of this like it's it's not any dom or sub you meet is going to have these things going on in their head that's going to affect the relationship just like any relationship so you gotta you gotta think about this stuff and like we said if 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 the dynamic is in a dip that's okay yeah you talk about it communicate about it and figure out it, it, it like we know we know why it's dipped so we're not like angry at each other or going, oh, you know, you've been a bad sub or I've been yeah. a bad dom because 
you didn't do this or we haven't done anything. It's more we understand we're, we're compassionate. We understand what each person is going through. If you're with a dom or a sub who does not respect that, that you're going through something and tries to dom or wants you to dom them and you're not in the headspace and they're forcing you to do it, that's not what this is about for us. And I don't think it should no, be but what it's about in the healthy dynamic. I think that we might have the benefit of both of us are extremely introspective. We're mm. very like cognizant about like what we're what we do and like how we are being perceived in the world or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that does give us an edge in this sort of thing. Uh, I mean, this podcast is, is already an example. What, like we're literally kind of working out our issues by talking to each other mm. right now. Like, so I, yeah, I want. I, I did a blog post on. I mentioned Myers Briggs, the the Myers Briggs mm. test in it, and I love. We love Myers Briggs. Like we're, <laughs> we're such I, big I just, nerds. <laughs> every week, I'm like reading my profile, yeah. like, treating it like, oh, this is me, definitely. But it's so true. It is true. <laughs> but what I'm curious about is if specific, if there's specific types that are more into DS or mm. more likely to become subs. Like I swear, anyone who's more, there are certain types that that like helping others, of course, and are very in touch with how others are feeling and feelers. making other people feel good, the feelers. And I, I have a sus- suspicion that they're more likely to be, I don't want to say good subs, but natural. Well, more likely to be interested in in some sort of kinky dynamic yeah. based on power play. Yeah. Perhaps because like the, the idea of like serving others or like helping other people yeah, feel exactly. good, it does make you want to, but I, wouldn't okay just to play it devil's advocate on the flip side that could also make a good dominant you know if you're trying to make the other person feel good and you know that they lean submissive then you might want to try to bring out your dominance mm, so true so but I, yeah no true true but i don't have any i don't have any feeling <laughs> <laughs> my type is like a robot intj for no. those listening you're infj so totally opposite in the feelings department so, yeah. however you are not unfeeling. I'm not. No, I, I joke. You are so very I joke, caring. But logic is my is my primary. You show your caring through solving problems and through logically working out solutions. Yes, and so yeah. So I was. I'm sort of counter counteracting your point is that I have feelings, but they're not my primary. My primary thing is like organizing things and strategy. So I, I think organizing a scene or figuring out the best way to make someone feel something is a that's like a strength and that's what I like doing so it's like a puzzle to me so anyway I, I don't know go on to the I don't know where, where do people put these lots of people email us use... chief at kinkyevents.co.uk <laughs> email us your uh, Myers-Briggs 16personalities.com you can yeah, go find out start there that's for beginners I would say All right. I'm just oh well, it's so judgy well oh, it's for beginners <laughs> It's just, it's not the full Myers-Briggs test. No, it's a good one. But it's, it's, it's your typical popular Myers-Briggs And there's something types.com. I don't know. But the one, the one that goes into the more the cognitive function side of it. Oh, I forget what that's called. You like that one? It's really good. Anyway. Psychology Junkie also has stuff on Myers-Briggs. Anyways, whatever. Anyway, now I'm more interested in how they can, I mean, so this you're probably listening to this on spotify or something like that so if you are there's no way of you to comment on it is what i meant so anyway join the community go into the general chat and put a message in there <laughs> what a lovely segue that was 
Yeah, the community is great. It is great. I, and I, I actually haven't you know been what? on I, it very often be, these past few months yeah. because I've been trying to deal with my own issues. It I'm is read one of my okay. goals, though, of this year. I, I do want to be having a more active part in the community this year. I know that I've the past few year, months I've not been on it, and I have felt bad about that because I do miss engaging with everyone on there that's so lovely i've met some really amazing people on there i like to know what people are up to so i do like i do apologize for not being on there these past few months and like i am eager to get back and to get to know the new members that i haven't had a chance There's to get to know yeah and also to do my mod duties that i've i've been neglecting and so that's more pressure on you so i am i'm going to make an effort everybody that's yeah, what i'm thank saying you. The, yeah people we don't we don't kind of we kind of sit back and let people talk about whatever they want on there until I have to ban them if they're being bad. But I've only had to ban three <laughs> people in the whole of 2022. Which is which impressive. Which is not too bad. Yeah. And and they weren't being, they were just being a bit drama. But anyway, we won't yeah. go into that. But most people, the the 99% of people are absolutely great and they're they're communicating. We're, we don't sort of actively post much on there. We just let it be naturally flow but i think we'll start doing some more stuff on there but one of the messages i want to read out that i got from someone yesterday i won't say their name and i'm not going to read it all i might change some of the wording a little bit yeah i will change some of the names because i just wanted to give some insight into into the community and what happens here because i think a lot of people think discord is is like for gamers and really complicated it's basically it's a chat application with lots of channels but anyway they, what did they say? They said, I did want to share that these forums have given me something so incredibly valuable in my life. I met my friend Jane, I'll call them, on these forums. She has become a total lifeline to me. We are both going through divorces after long marriages. We're both brand new subs. I'm able to call Jane and have someone there who understands me and, and know what I'm going through. And we've become such good friends in such a short you know, time. So that's just one of the people that have messaged me about people they've met on the forum mm. like-minded people because it's really hard to talk about ds sometimes mm. i can't talk about it with many any of my friends not that i hide it but they just they're not interested um, yeah so they wouldn't even care to understand yeah they wouldn't care to understand and yeah you can go to munches and talk to people but it's also great if you want to share stuff here and that's what i wanted to do create a safe space for people to, yeah to i've share. received some lovely messages on discord of people saying how much it has made a difference just having a safe space to chat about this and not even like not a safe space that's all like woo woo and rainbows but like just a place where people you don't have to explain yourself mm -hmm. you know like people are like yeah we get it and and that just removing that layer of complication just makes it so much easier to just chat normally mm -hmm. and it is anonymous as well so you don't have to, you don't show any information apart from your username, which again makes it a little bit a little bit safer. And I vet everyone, so everyone who, yeah. in order to get on there, you have to apply. You have to send a a photo, not because we're judging looks. It's not about that. It's just you have to hold a Catfishing. a sign saying kinky events, so I know it is you who is applying, and that prevents you know, I don't know, men going on there pretending to be women or just just. People who don't understand consent, people who are going to not bring anything to community. Or not follow the rules. Not follow the rules. So those are the people we, we remove rather than, you know, there's no, you don't have to look a certain way or anything like that. So yeah, join the community. But going back to, we were talking about, I can't remember what we were talking about, but I want to talk about <laughs> the course because I spent so, I spent months <clears> on it. Yeah. Because there are a lot of new subs 
And I have the book for Doms about how to create a scene. Sensational scenes. Sensational Amazing. scenes. Amazing. Which you can get at kinkyevents.co.uk forward slash book. And that will redirect you to the right place. But the the course I am particularly proud of, yeah. and it's called The Art of Submission. And it's for new submissives who want a not quite sure what they're doing or don't know how to find a dom or are worried that they're with someone who's not a right dom or worried that they're not doing the right thing as a sub. That one specifically. Yeah, so they just want to become more confident in their abilities as a sub so that either they're in a relationship and want to turn it into a DS relationship or they're in a DS relationship and want to improve or they're single and want to find someone. Or they just want to feel better about themselves as submissives. Mm, yeah. With or without a partnership. I yeah. think that's really important. Yeah, because a lot of people have feel guilty about feeling that they they're, have these submissive feelings, either because of religion or whatever. Maybe if you're a guy as well and you've been brought up and you have to, you've been told you have to be this strong guy and inside you're a sub and you, you want to you wanna be a sub, then then you might have conflicting feelings about that. So the course does does go into some ways to help you solve that. So yeah, I've probably worked about eight months on this, I think. I think You spent so much time on it and I'm so impressed. It's really high quality and it really does flow really well. And it's not just like an average PDF that you're going to get yes. from some site. Yeah, we'll give, I'll give you a very brief, because I do want to get on some of the other questions, but yeah. basically there's seven modules and there's about six and a half hours of content. The modules are foundations, so you go through the, the basics. We, we have module two, which is designing your submissive blueprint. So this is really thinking about what you want as a sub. A lot of subs make the mistake of molding themselves to whatever their dom wants. Mm -hmm. That is not necessarily a good thing you need to know what you want what you want as a sub why you want to be a sub what is going to turn you on the most so designing a submissive blueprint effectively gives you a set of tools to do that so you come away really understanding what it is about submission that you want and you can take that to someone or your dom and show it to them and, and that gives them a really good idea of what of what you want there's a module on keeping yourself safe there's a module called harnessing your submissive energy so this is about how to seduce your partner how to create that that ds polarity again subs you're not you don't you're not passive in the relationship you're not just waiting for the dog yes. to do stuff Sorry. to you <laughs> that's like one of my that pet happens peeves. the whole time it happens the whole time and it's really annoying as a dom when someone just says just dominate me and like but what does that mean it's like i don't know just dominate me so yeah yeah subs do need subs to take responsibility initiate. they can initiate yes yeah 100 percent. so there's a whole module on that Mm -hmm. Then we've got module five, introducing DS into the bedroom. So talking about the activities you can try and how to plan a BDSM scene. Number six, communication. How do you communicate what you want? How do you find a DOM? How do you discuss BDSM with existing and new partners? So there's a whole module on that. And then number seven, going deeper into submission. So we talk about when you go beyond the bedroom and you start doing, you know, daily disciplines or you want to do more intense BDSM practices or turn an existing relationship into a 24-7 DOM dynamic. So along with that, you get a 77-page workbook which gives exercises that you do as you go through the course. And the course is really designed to do, so you do one module a week. 
You don't have to, but that's our recommendation. So it takes seven weeks to go through it, maybe six actually, because some of the modules you do two in a week. You go through it and you also get a private access to a separate section of our Discord server where you can chat to myself and Wano and there's other people on the course in there as well. So at the moment, I, I think there's a lot here and I really have, so much. I have worked really hard on this and I hope you enjoy it. We've got really good positive feedback from the people who have already taken it. So if you are interested, it's available at kinkyevents.co.uk forward slash the hyphen art hyphen of hyphen submission which the is a mouthful art of submission with hyphens which is yeah the art of submission but i've i've also made a shortcut so if you go kinkyevents.co.uk forward slash aos art of submission that will redirect you to the page but yeah it's i think it's I think it's a very good price for what it is, if I'm being honest. This is an amazing value, basically. Yeah. Everyone should do it. Yes. There we go. And also, if you don't like it and you go through the content and you don't like it, then I will give you 100% money yeah. back. I, I genuinely, yes, look, this Kinky Events is a side business for me. So I do, of course, want it to make money and I do host the website and that costs money and I host the server. So it is costing money. But so yes, I do. I am doing it to make a profit. I won't lie about that. But at the same time, I do genuinely, genuinely care that people get amazing value and do become better doms and subs from yeah. the content that I'm putting out, which is why we do so many articles on the site. and We do these podcasts for free. It's not all about making money. It's genuinely, I didn't have this resource when I was becoming a dom and it was, it wasn't scary, but it, I, it was a bit confusing. I was like, I don't really know what that means. So I would have loved a site like mine back then. That's why I started it. And so, like I said, I've spent many, many hours putting all this together. So I really, really hope you you check it out and like it. And you also get my book free as well, Sensational Scenes with it, which if you just want to buy the book, that's it's only $19 at the moment, which... It's great value, everyone. It's great value. It's, it's great value. So it's good. I'm... I mean, I feel like I can't praise it enough. And if I praise it too much, people are going to be like, oh, it's just because you're chief sub. You know, that's why you're praising it. But I'm like, no, I actually, I care about quality resources that I find on the internet. And I mean, maybe it's because I've done the proofreading, but like this stuff is quality. Yes, <laughs> so. yes. So please go, please go and check it out. There is actually a preview lesson on the Art of Submission page. So kinkyevents.co.uk forward slash AOS. And you can watch a preview lesson to understand you know the format and what you're going to get and, uh, and and everything like that so do check it out if you're a if you're a new sub or, a, or an existing sub and just want your questions answered so anyway enough of the sales pitch yeah. let's get back to some of the questions someone asked we did a podcast of my kinky beginnings where Moano you were asking me questions about how I got into this and someone said they'd be very interested in hearing your answers to the same questions. We have kind of talked quite a lot about your background before on other mm -hmm. podcasts, but it is quite dispersed. So mm -hmm. do you want to give like a short summary? Yeah. And when we did the podcast with Smut Drop, I know I discussed it with her briefly, which you can feel free to check out. Essentially, I grew up in a very conservative environment and very religious upbringing. And so I had... Mm, little access to sexual well-being information about pleasure and getting into reading as a voracious reader as a teenager adolescence I knew that there were certain subjects that 
definitely like I enjoyed reading them for whatever reason and I didn't quite figure out why but certain storylines were more intriguing to me and then along comes tumblr and fan fiction <clears throat> and I stumbled upon lemons which is basically like softcore porn or hardcore porn once you start looking for it but I've, I stumbled across basically erotic writing on the internet and I was like whoa what's going on and some of it I really did not enjoy but the bits that I did enjoy I realized that there was some sort of like power dynamic going on and so I started researching myself and learning about BDSM from fan fiction but then I used that I did not keep all my information about BDSM in fan fiction I, I then went off and I looked at academic articles and lots of scientific studies and I started reading up on actual like psychology and getting into that and yeah it's just something that appeals to me that I enjoy and it's a way for me to feel sexual pleasure with m while minimizing the shame and the guilt that I have surrounding sex mm. for various reasons mm. okay and we met on OkCupid. Yeah, we actually met quite conventionally. Yes, on dating app. Yeah, which is like how like one in three. Yeah, not a, not meet. a kinky dating app really. Really, not a specific. We didn't no. meet at a party or anything like that. So yeah. So that question was from Dreamer. So thank you for that. I know it wasn't as we didn't answer all the questions that were I asked before, but we do cover a lot of this in some of the other podcasts. So go check those out. Jay asked about. Well, it wasn't really a question. It was more of a statement. Emotional awareness in these dynamics. I assume you mean, how do you, is it necessary? How do you improve it? Yes, absolutely. As we, I think we've covered that in the first part of this. Like, it's really important to be aware of how the other person is, what their motivations for wanting being, to be a dom or a sub are. And yeah, just knowing, knowing the other person, how they're feeling. Yeah. I, I don't want to hurt any subs feelings as I'm saying this. I do feel like I see online a lot, like on Reddit. I read so many, so many comments from submissives saying that their dom hurt their feelings or that they got into a situation that was questionable and they're feeling terrible about it. And it always kind of makes me hesitate when reading those because oftentimes it feels like, it, like, Yes, you can get in yourself into situations that are unhealthy or not good for you anyways, but it often feels like there's this lack of self-awareness on the submissive's part, you know, like, like they don't quite know what they're getting into and they don't know themselves. And then they're going to a dominant, trying to basically fix their life, fix their problems or like their emotional hangups. And they're trying to use BDSM as a band-aid mm -hmm. for whatever emotional issue that they have. Yeah. And I'm guilty of doing that a little bit myself. I think everyone does. But like when you don't have an awareness of what your emotional hangups are, I think that that greatly increases the likelihood of getting into a situation that is not good for you. Mm -hmm. So I this is right another reason why your course is so good i think it helps submissives really kind of come to grips with understanding like why they want to be mm -hmm. submissive yeah i know i've written an article about it on kinky events that i'm quite proud of 
that goes through some journal prompts because you need to you need to know you need to know why you want to do this. If you don't know why, you need to know why.、Mm-hmm. If you don't know why, you're going to get hurt, intentionally or not. It's just not good for you to be that unaware. Yeah, agreed. Sorry, that's my little no. Spiel. It's, it's true, and that's why there's a whole module designing your submissive blueprint in the course because it's it's fundamental. I think a lot of people when they when they think of a course for submissives, they expect oh well, you know, being taught how to kneel or being taught what a dom is going to say to you or how to address a dom. I I don't really cover. I do cover some of that, but. The main thing is actually a lot of introspective work as a submissive to understand yourself and why you want to be submissive, what it is about turning, what it is specifically that turns you on, what kind of submissive you want to be, and then being able to convey that to someone else so that they can give you that. I think that's the that's that's like the, the main part of the course, which I haven't seen other courses go into in as much detail. So, and on the flip side, I will say this is not just. Submissives. I know that dominants also have this issue of basically trying to work out their emotional hangups、yeah. using BDSM and then causing harm to themselves or their submissive through a lack of just being emotionally astute or like having low emotional intelligence. It's important.、Yes. You need to know why you're doing this. Yes. How do you improve it? I don't know. Just there's lots of books on on it. I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Something just practice, just practice to make make sure you you th- think about why you're doing certain things and why you're thinking certain things, and just be constantly constantly questioning your own actions and thoughts. I think that's that's how I did it. I、yeah. But then again, I've always been quite interested. But the, yeah, this isn't just about BDSM. This is just in general.、Yeah. Read some self help books. Yes. All right. Another question was. From Raina, what about BDSM dynamics while being a busy parent? Tips and tricks for that, please. I don't have kids, so I can't really answer it. But certainly, being busy at work, yeah, as I've explained, it's it's kind of killed it off a little bit. You, we we just listened to the last episode. I think we went into a lot more detail on this, but、uh, yeah, you just gotta make time for it. It's like anything, gotta make time for it. Yeah, prioritization. Being kind to yourself, knowing that certain t- life gets in the way,、mm. life always gets in the way. You don't have kids, but you do have a cat, and he is not keen on the sound of spanking. <laughs> he he gets upset. <laughs> that's that's、off. the one thing I think that he really just does not like. Worse than the doorbell. That's not the reason why. Well, no, but no, it's still, but it's something that we do have to think about because if he's around, we're like, ah,、oh, you know, we have to, you know, like kick him out the,、uh, <laughs> like of the room, close the door. I wouldn't say、something. it's a big factor. It's it not a huge. <laughs> I'm not saying this is the cause of our slump the past few years, but like, and I'm not saying that it's the same as having a kid. But obviously, there are external factors that you have to think about in a BDSM dynamic. So、100%. just good luck. Yes. Next up, I have a question. My dom and I haven't really done a scene yet. I would like some tips and tricks for how to encourage him to start. He says right now it feels like a lot of work, and that it's going to take a lot of time. He says he will be so focused on writing and then doing that he won't really be turned on. Okay, a couple of things here because I've been through this. Start small. Don't think as a dominant you have to write a long, elaborate scene and plan it all out. Being a dom is it's it's more of a It's a it's an attitude, a mental attitude. It's not necessarily what you're doing. So you can just have normal sex, but do it in a dominant way, or just 
I don't know, go grocery shopping, but do it in a dom way, in a dominant way, and get your sub to pick out, you know, the items that don't don't. Uh, you're overthinking it. He's overthinking it. So tell him not to overthink it, but also because the sub has written this in. So make sure that you're not putting pressure on him, expecting him to to produce this amazing elaborate scene. So maybe you need to shift as well your ideas of what a scene is. So yeah, because it it can feel, especially when I first started out, I I I was dating submissives who had who had experience, and that was intimidating because they were like. I was like, well, I don't know what being a dominant is and and there's, I don't know what they want and there's a lot of pressure. And so that made me kind of, well, nervous interacting with them. So it could be that you've said, oh, I really want to be, a, I want to be dominated and he's now freaking out because he's got no idea what he needs to do. And that's exactly what happened to me. So maybe you yourself take the pressure off him, but also tell, tell him it doesn't need to be this long, elaborate scene. Like it can just be, something small start small but also as we're talking about there's a whole section of the course about how you can bring out his dominant side by doing certain things and there's loads of loads of tips in the in the course about doing that so it's not all about him yeah but, but the bit about he won't really be turned on because he's so in his head that i can i can empathize with that happens to me mm-hmm. it happens to me all the time at sex parties it happens to me during you know if we do a threesome then i've got to manage two people so i'm in my head it sometimes happens when i'm doing a scene with you at the beginning it is it is a bit like that and sometimes it's always like that but then i've always been quite in my head anyway so it yeah it's rare that i fully get into a scene and i just let everything go but i think that's just my character anyway i think i'm just fantasizing right now about the time like if you, if you could fully let go and just totally well i worry what man. i do i worry what i do no, see, but that's why the... we have safe words that's i mean i trust you like like it's not going to I, it's... I i could fight back if i need to but like <laughs> yeah man, but it's also like oh, if i fully let nice. go i because because you have some limits that i like for example if we i fully have let go limits. then maybe yeah. i would slap you in the face or something yeah. and that's a limit yeah, yeah. for you right yeah and so that as a as the dominant i think you're always going to be slightly in your head because you have to keep in mind the limits of the other person but isn't that the same with normal sex everyone has limits i know it's different i know it's different with i think it's different because you're doing higher risk activities or and you have a power differential in play i i realize Mm, that mm. but like i don't know i this is what BDSM is so important to do with someone that you, I, you I trust this... and that you've you've discussed things with and that you know yeah, each other's yeah, limits. Yeah, 100%. But if you, if you just go mad, it's like if you were drunk. If I was drunk, I, I wouldn't be as in control. It would probably be... I mean, drunk sex is amazing, but it's less in control and... There's a, there's Not an excuse, just by the way. It's just lower inhi- inhibitions. Yeah, lower inhibitions, but there's more of a chance of something going wrong and... I don't know. I'd be. I think. I think controversial opinion, but I think the sub can has more of a potential to let go completely and be totally blissed out than the dominant. Yes. In in, in a in a scene. In a scene with someone you trust, not like at a yes. play party. Yes. At a play party, I think it's the other way around. Yes. Yeah. I think the one exception is when when it's not sex, but like if you're giving me a massage. Mm-hmm. then I can completely get into it and I'm out of my head mm-hmm. or so more of those kind of 
softer things or if you're giving me a blowjob or handjob then I can fully I can sort of relax fully relax because I'm not doing anything but as the dom generally you're the one doing the stuff and therefore you can't just flop a you know flop and do nothing so yeah I, I mean it might just be me though I'm sure some doms get get into dom space and you know are loving it and they're not thinking because it's second nature no it could be that it could be just I need more to do it Practice. more and it'll it'll come out but mm, yeah. or it could just be my personality I don't know yeah. But anyway, the the main point is it's okay if he's a bit in his head, mm. but if he's so busy writing this out and trying to memorize it and make this elaborate scene, then he's going to be especially in his head. So I advise don't do that. Just start with something super simple. Yeah. I do think that there are certain sex acts or whatever that like, I may not be as turned on like when I'm, I don't know, like giving you a hand job or something like that. Like it's not going to like... I'm not going to orgasm from it, but I'm still going to enjoy doing it for you. Mm. You know, it's it's so that I feel like I get in my head about it because I'm wanting you to have a a good time. So well, that's like me yeah. when I'm the so dom. I, I'm wanting you to have a yeah, good time. So I I'm constantly that. thinking, oh, if I do this, will but that's the thing. Like, so I don't think I don't think it's normal. <laughs> I mean, in in my reality, mm. that you're going to be totally into it. 100% of the time because I think there is give and take in yeah. most sex relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's not, it's any, I don't think there's anything where you, in sex, you're, even in normal sex, you're not, the people who can get fully into it, maybe if you're doing tantra or something and you're totally present, but I think there's, everyone's got hangups or something that there's, there's always part of their brain that's going to be slightly out of it. And the, the, the more you can minimize that, the better, of course. But I think just in a realistic setting, there's always going to be, something yeah there. realistic is the key word there like in, in a lot of media and in like in literatica you have this whole idealized idea of like simultaneous orgasms and things like that and that i think is something that has been so hyped up in in media that it's as, as something to strive for mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that like you should be orgasming on penetration or together with your partner at the exact same moment i'm like realistically is that going to happen? It's pretty good though. I mean, uh, yeah, if it happens, yes. But, but like, don't worry but don't if it don't try to shoot for that because you're yeah. going to fail, and then that failure yeah. is going to give Very you hangups. So. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Anyway. Agreed. General. Good. Good question. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, DS. I think again, it's there's this fantasy of what DS is, and then there's what DS actually is, and hopefully these podcasts give you an idea of what it actually is. Reminds me of those little like quadrant memes where you say like, "What, oh, yeah. what I think, yeah, like what we my parents think it is." We, we should. should. Make one of those. I'll leave that to you. <laughs> what and what DS actually is, yeah, and it's just one? both of us just like on our phones. <laughs> <laughs> can you make one? Yeah, right, that's good. I like that. All right, discussing BDSM films or books in the podcast. I love the article on the Netflix film Love and Leashes, which you Thank wrote. Thank you. Which you wrote. I have not seen it. It would be even better to discuss both your views in a podcast. I haven't seen it, so I can't discuss my views. But maybe you can make a podcast on why 50 Shades and 365 Days are the worst BDSM films out there. Again, I've I've not seen them. I've seen bits of 50 Shades, mm. but I know it's it's bad because, again, it depicts a a fictionalized version of ds and an unrealistic one and then there's Fantasy. there's lack of there's a bit of lack of consent and coercion in 50 shades as well yeah I think it's that's not why. very healthy here's the the lowdown i have wanted for a while to do um basically a dissection of 50 shades and 365 days 
more so Fifty Shades just because it's so ubiquitous. It's just when I find some time to be able to do it because I worry about writing something or doing some sort of podcast without being fully knowledgeable about it. And then people can like accuse me of like misrepresenting BDSM, even in my attempts to be say like, this is what's inappropriate about Fifty Shades or like this is why it's problematic. So it's something that I'm very interested in doing at some point in the future. It's not going to be just yet. Maybe this year, towards the end of the year, I would like to do it. So I'm I'm planning on on doing that. But like I also have to get through the the film first <laughs> entirely yes. to be able to do so. Yes, and and I haven't because it's just so awful. Oh God, it's so cringy. I just can't. And this is nothing to do with BDSM. This is just like, it's such a bad film. I can't get myself to watch it. Right. Anyway, sorry. Right. There we go. There's, there's ours. For BDSM, I like, I like Secretary. Yeah. With Maggie Gyllenhaal. It's, it's good. It, it's, it's slightly triggering for me. It's um, definitely, it's definitely at the extreme end of a BDSM relationship. Mm. And it's definitely, they're not. And it's not entirely healthy. It's not entirely um, healthy, but I think, but I do like it. I do. I, think I do good. like it. It's it has some great ideas about like how to bring BDSM into like psychological play, mm, mm. and it does make me like I'm like, oh, I I think it would be really hot to try to be doing tasks for you when I'm like strung up with some like a spreader bar or whatever that does seem like really attractive mm. like just seeing how far you can push me to like do things while i'm like being limited or restrained in some way yes yeah totally love niches is by far the most realistic portrayal of bdsm that i have come across yet it's a korean like rom drum of the two bdsm films that you've no, seen no 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 but i mean like and just even but like hearing about or whatever i'd recommend giving it a watch or check out my review it's not perfect but it's the best thing that we've got so far i think great yeah all right oh and if you want something more lighthearted and comedy bonded yeah which is also problematic but yes, none but of them are going to be don't unproblematic take them seriously yeah. don't take don't watch these films and think this is what a ds relationship looks like but in terms of a fun thing to watch bonded yeah. is good it, it is good what's that we just recently watched something where there was a, a gimp in the someone had like Someone just had, like, a gimp following them around or something. That was bonded. No, not bonded. I'm thinking something else. It was some, like... No, I don't remember. Oh, God, it was funny. I don't remember. If you it remember, was... say. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> All right, next up. A couple of items I struggle with as a submissive are patience and releasing the need to control everything. These two sort of go hand in hand. As a submissive, having patience and allowing my dom to control the relationship, dynamic, playtime, etc is a massive struggle for me it would be interesting to hear these aspects addressed from both the dom and some perspective <laughs> good luck <laughs> sorry no yes it's something you got to work through there are times that i can feel myself getting feeling like i need to that i know the right way to do something because it's i'm hardwired to do things a certain way and so then it starts irritating me if things are not done that way but that's just because I'm also very like perfectionist about certain things and but it doesn't end up serving me any in those instances like if I pick a fight with you for what like no reason because we pack the groceries different ways or something like like that's not actually it doesn't it doesn't satisfy me to do that and I think it's something where you just have to think about is this actually a big deal 
if it's a big deal, then it's going to be one of your limits. It's already going to be in your submissive blueprint. If it's not a big deal, you need to just learn to let it go. Like, how hard is it to let someone else take the reins and like be in charge of the moment and be and just kind of like step back and let someone else take over? You know, like if you want to encourage your dominant to be dominant and if you want to respect their dominance and then bring out the polarity in your dynamic, then you do need to hand over the reins a little bit and like let them be the ones making the decisions. This isn't to say to be a doormat or to be some subservient mm -hmm. to your dominant, but like let them have a say. If they, if you don't agree with the decision and it, but it's not a life or death matter, then does it really? And you've agreed to it. It's not yeah. like if they say transfer me hundred thousand pounds, and then you're like, yeah. no. But but for something like normal, like I don't know, picking a restaurant to go out at or what you wear, like does it? Is it really going to affect you? Yeah. Is it? If you went along with it, it's more. Think of think of the dynamic that you're building. More is more important than the fact that maybe you you're indifferent about the choice made like if you really hate the choice and and it's a big issue then yes say something this isn't about being forced to do stuff you don't want to do but if it's something indifferent or if you're constantly nagging your partner because they're doing they're doing things their way and not your way then that that's that needs yeah. to stop nagging isn't sexy and i think y you'll benefit more from letting your dominant show their dominance and in the end, going along with them will probably make you feel more in your submissive mindset and everything. So it can only benefit if it's really something that like you are struggling with, with the patients or things like that. It's, it's good to let that sort of anticipation build, I think, over a scene. So if you are finding yourself slightly frustrated, is there a way that you can turn that into sexual frustration? You know, like, can you, can you hack whatever the situation is to make it so that it can turn you on. Mm. You know, but I often can do this with chief with his just typical actions. If I start, <laughs> if I start, typical actions. <laughs> what are my typical actions? Now, if I start focusing on like, on how he's like really in charge of this social situation or like while he's chatting to his friend or something and I'm listening in and I can see how he's holding himself or how he's like portraying himself to the world. Like oftentimes I can get myself going a little bit just because I'm noticing all of the, all of the self-assurance and the dominance coming out just in your everyday nature or something. And so then it makes me feel more like I want to submit to you more. Mm. So it can, you can, you can hack it. Yeah. Yeah. The same, like if, if I'm, if you're being submissive, it, again, I talk about this in the course, it's like a rubber band. If, if, if you, DS is about the polarity between the dominant and the submissive energy. So if one person moves more into their energy, if you move more into your submissive energy, you're moving further away from my energy so even if I'm not feeling that dominant, that there's there's tension. Imagine a rubber band between those two things. There's tension because you you're creating that separation, and that I believe is what gets people turned on. So then I want to move more into my dominant energy, and it kind of like a virtuous circle. That's how I see it, anyway. Yeah, and I think separation and difference is key to attraction, not 
And I, what I mean by that is if you're too, almost if you're too intimate and you know, and you do everything the same way and you're spending all the time with each other, then that almost kills some attraction. And Esther Burrell, who's, a, I think she's a clinical psychologist who specializes in this. She she says the same thing, actually. She's got a great book on this. It's, you, you've got to create those moments of separation or those times when you don't see the other person or you keep your own set of friends you keep your own set of doing things that that also creates this element of separation and i believe you can do the same by changing your submissive and dominant energy to create a kind of not a, a real not a physical difference but a mental difference i think as well an enticing sort of like mystery with yes. the other partner yeah yes i think that's why people like role play so much because mm-hmm. you're, you're creating this whole new almost effectively a new person and that's exciting all right, final one. How to deal with jealousy? What if you get jealous when visiting a play party or if Dom once has another sub? How do you handle possessiveness and jealousy? I mean, I guess it's the same if the sub has another Dom. Less likely to happen, I must say. Yeah. It's hard to serve two masters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, the, yeah, it's a difficult one because you, cause you haven't, you know haven't been with another guy like we haven't had a threesome with another guy yet and we've had like guys like spank you and stuff at play not because i've got anything against it just it never we haven't found someone that we're we just really too like. introverted well yeah that as well <laughs> we <don't>, haven't <laughs> found anyone that we particularly like so i don't know how it would feel i don't mm. know how i've been to play parties with other people where they you know they've been another guy's been with them with my partner but generally it's been us with another woman so yeah i, I don't know i i think everyone feels a bit of something but I, again i see it as like if your fantasy is to have lots of guys then part of me wants to make that happen and so as long as i'm I in control of, of it yeah exactly yeah. but it's like i'm being in control of it which is also part of the which fantasy. is part of the fantasy so it's so i don't know i haven't have hasn't happened so i don't know if i'd feel jealousy i think i might feel i definitely feel something but i'm hoping it would it would be like, yeah, I'm able to give this person what they want. I mean, we're not entirely monogamous. We often fall into monogamy by default just because we can't bother. <laughs> but like, I know you have another person that you go and see semi-regularly. and But I don't feel really jealous in those situations because for one, I think it's healthy for us to have separate time. I know it's we can give each other different things and that you're never going to be like 100% of everything for someone else. I, so I, I think it's, I'm, I'm happy with you exploring things that you can't explore with me with your other partner. I think it, if anything, it, it just, it helps because then it's not going to breed like resentment, you know, that I cannot give you everything that you need in a, sexual or intimate sort of relationship Mm. but yeah i've there's that term compersion which i think is can be idolized as something to strive for and it's it's nice it's nice to think that you can be happy with someone else's happiness and i do think generally that is the case um but it also requires compassion you know Mm. just being mindful of everyone's feelings generally mm. i think at the same time as well though it's it's perfectly fine to be in a monogamous ds relationship and if if you get super if you get super jealous and you don't want your partner playing with someone else then don't make don't 
and and you've gone into it agreeing to be monogamous, then don't, you know, don't if they're your dom and they say oh, I'm going to do it because I'm the dom, yeah, then that's bad. Yeah. So it's not just about again, then it's not just about the dom doing everything they want. And if if you're in a relationship and you don't like the setup, you don't just accept it as a sub. You you should speak up. Yeah, don't just go along with it. Yeah. So it's okay to feel jealousy, and some people will never want to. It will just be them with one other person and that's of course absolutely fine so yeah i'm not sure if this question is coming from a place where you are thinking about going to a play party or if you've been to one and you got jealous or i I don't know but if you haven't been to a play party then the only way to find it find out is to go and how you feel but do discuss it very very thoroughly before you go about what your limits are and what and what you what is allowed and what isn't allowed Mm, and and have like a signal yeah constant communication constant communication so i think the last one i went to was in november last year i think yeah it was the last one i've been to with someone and they you know they didn't want me to have sex with anyone else but like oral was okay and so we just we'd firmly discussed it beforehand just to make sure that everyone was having a good time and then we we constantly just you know look across the room at each other and make sure everyone was was okay we've talked about when we've pulled in some other partners to play in like the same space maybe not with each other but like it 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 requires a lot of talking it ends up being really complicated the more people you pull into any dynamic but we can i remember having this thing where both of us were like i'm like i'm fine with having sex with this other person but I actually don't want to do oral on them. For mm, for me, mm. it was the opposite. It was like oral is more intimate. I get really turned on with oral. I really like sucking your cock. And, and I was like, mm, I don't want, like, I'm like, I'm fine with them penetrating me vaginally, but I actually want to stick with you for yeah, oral, yeah. which it was weird. It was a weird moment realizing in my head. I was like, I was like, ooh, actually. It was all, in some ways, <laughs> it, it can be more intimate in some ways. It feels more intimate yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. But I, then I think it would be possibly different if you were organizing some sort of like spit roasting thing and you're the one who's kind of like saying, telling them what they can do to me or yeah. whatever. Then, then it goes back into the whole thing of like, I just really like you letting people do things to me. Mm. So, it's communication. Yeah. It, it's all communication. It's okay to feel jealous. Just, yeah, discuss it. It's body. normal. It's normal. Yeah. Right. That was that was all the questions. Big stretch. And yeah, hopefully that was useful. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. So yeah, some of the resources, as, as we've mentioned before, there's the community. You can go and find all of this at kinkyevents.co.uk. There's the book for doms on how to create amazing scenes. And then there's this full course seven seven week course which is available at sneaky events slash aos as well so do go and check it out and hopefully we'll do more of these it's been a while since we released this this last episode hopefully we'll do more do submit any questions you want to hear us talk about and uh, yeah yeah this has been fun good way to start the new year yes a good i'm looking way. forward to 2023 a good way yes so thanks for listening and Hopefully, it's given you a good start to 2023. Yeah, Enjoy. lots of love and spanks, yes. as you say. Lots of love and spanks. All the best from Chief and One. <laughs> right. Bye, everyone. Bye. You're listening to Chief from kinkyevents.co.uk, helping you create the dom sub dynamic you've always fantasized about. <laughs>